Hello and welcome to Connected episode 376. It's made possible this week by our sponsors, Mac Weldon, Hover, and StoryWorth. My name is Stephen Hackett, and when I am joined by Mr. Federico Vitici. Hello, that's me. Hi. That's you. It, it is me. We're we're also joined for the first time in many, many weeks by Mr. Mike Hurley. You I'm pretty sure this year you took a longer time away from the show than I did. I think you took a three week gap. Guess who's never been away from the show? This guy. Have you know you've missed the episodes? You missed half of last week's episode. <laughs> I mean, I was literally sick from a vaccine and I missed like 30 minutes. I needed to lay down. I guarantee you have missed episodes this year. I missed maybe one. Maybe one. One and a half. Someone at will least. go back some uh, one and 30 minutes. Someone needs to go back and check who missed the least shows this year. I think it's me. And I, no way. No, it's me. I think it's I me. Well, it's, it's I, I me. tell you what, it's not Stephen. I know that much. I know that much. That, I, that Stephen's been off more than me. There's no I way. Reckon, I remember because I have to edit. In 2021, I think if you just search the Europeans on our website, then <laughs> you'll find us. Then you'll know. <laughs> so. Yeah. Federico, you go to the beach every summer. Yeah, but I missed like maybe two episodes. Like I missed way fewer episodes. So if you missed two, you've missed two and a half. I missed two. And no, then, you haven't missed two. Yeah, I missed two. Missed. I missed one for being sick, I know. Yeah, I did miss a couple. Yep. And I'm just going to rub it in a little bit. You know, I, I had a kid had to get their appendix out, so I missed... Yeah, no, I'm not saying that there was a. it was a good reason. I'm just saying it okay. happened. Well, it's not my fault. You know? The appendix. I never said it was your fault, but the, the result is still the same. Yeah, yeah, it's it's always there's always an appendix somewhere. Yeah, there's uh, always an appendix getting yeah, you out. Yeah, of it. yeah, this is this is the same key that got the appendix removed five times. You know, <laughs> all the times you miss the show, it's always the appendix keeps uh, uh, the appendix. keeps keeps coming out. <laughs> Our first point of follow up this week, all it says is Mike has some follow up. And that's I that's, have two weeks worth of follow up for you. That's all this bullet point says. <laughs> Well, you think I'm gonna tell you what it is? I'm not telling you what it is. You're gonna find out what it is right now. Okay. So one, I see it takes Federico to get Steven to try clean shot. Yeah, and turns out it's really good. I've been talking about clean shot forever. Finally, Federico got on the on the train. And then when Federico says it's great, Steven's like, oh, I should try it. Look, it's my job to be convincing when it comes to apps. What am I to you, Stephen? What am I to you? Huh? <laughs> am I a joke to you? <laughs> am I a joke to you? <laughs> <laughs> Federico writes a website called Mac Stories. So? And he doesn't write about the Mac very often. So I feel like when, when Federico makes a macOS recommendation, it carries a lot of weight. How often do I make macOS recommendations for apps you don't have? Uh, it feels like, like surely that must be more of a rare thing. I'm yeah. sorry, do you own Mac stories? I own iOS stories. So do we <laughs> want to go down this road? He doesn't that. Because <laughs> <laughs> if that's all it takes, then I have better iPad takes. I think me. I own Teachy stories, but... Um, <laughs> You want everything about his life. You own his biography. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, that's actually pretty likely. Um, that, that's, yeah. I don't remember anything. Yeah, so. I'm going to uh, I'm going to make a soap opera about Federico's life. I own all the rights. Uh, yeah, clean that. clean shot X or ten, whatever they call it. Uh, it's actually pretty fantastic. And Mike, I do owe you an apology. It is really good. I should have listened earlier, but I really like it. It's super good. It's one of my favorite Mac apps of the year. Would you Would you Would you give it a trophy? I would potentially give it a trophy, but it's not it's not completely my uh 
my roommate to do that. Uh, the MagSafe Duo charger kind of sucks. Um, is no, why? <laughs> no. Okay, no, so I'll tell you why. I'll tell you the two reasons it sucks. If you have an iPhone 13 Pro, it doesn't okay. fit anymore. Like, it just doesn't really? fit. Yeah, it, it, the, ca- the lip of the case, if you have it of a case, it leaves, like, visible air gap all the way through. But I thought and you don't also, use the case anymore. No, it's not my phone. I don't use the MagSafe Duo. This is all Adina. And she has a 13 Pro. The 13 Pro Max is fine because there's enough space because of the, the gap between. And also, used a bunch of charging bricks and could not get it consistently to charge both devices at once. It would just charge one at a time. Yeah, you need the 30-watt Apple one, which is very confusing because they sold a 29-watt one forever. Right. So I had the 29, and it wouldn't work. Hmm. And so I will now go back to the fact of if there is only one brick that works with the freaking product, include it. It's $129, right? And if I have to have a very specific brick, please put it in the box, Apple. This is a $129 charger product. I should get the wall plug, I think, if you're going to tell me that I need a very specific wall plug to get it to work. So MagSafe Duo sucks. This wasn't so much about... Also, the, the Discord has come to realize that you do not own iosstories.com. Oh, .net. Oh, oh yeah, .net. Okay. Yeah, because Federico doesn't own maxstories.com, so why would Is I try and get that? Max I don't think so. Yeah, it's that guy that doesn't want to sell it to me. It's a whole thing. Oh, yeah. yeah, I remember this. It's a whole thing. Should I email this person? No, we tried multiple times. I'm going to email him right That's- now. No, no, don't poke the bear. No, just... Leave. I was looking for the Mac Stories website. <laughs> I would love this one. Please advise. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, I won't send it. All right, it. so... I won't send it. Continued follow-up. Uh, James is Scottish. He does not sound like me. Mm. This was something that Federico said. Wait, what? That James sounds like me. James does not sound like me. Out? No, no, no. You're taking this out of context to make him sound no, like he's no. painting with a broad brush. I think what we were doing is we were comparing the three of us against the Triple yeah, J. Yeah. But the reason and he's the closest. James sounds it's a proximity like me. situation. I don't know. I don't know about that. Uh, my home screen's for me, not for you. So they look how I want to look because I want them to be <laughs> that so way. Well, I, knew, I knew they would get upset at that. Yeah, I know. I got that two weeks I've been stewing on this thing. <laughs> uh, I am very precious about my beard because I definitely have a baby face. <laughs> 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 and it's none of your business. And I would go bald without a beard instead. I would do that. I would shave all my hair off and keep the beard. That's what I would do. Yeah. Before I would shave the beard. I am not shaving my beard off, and it, does, it doesn't matter. Leave me alone. Uh, Stephen hates Nordic countries is the thing that I found out. <laughs> Why? So in the artwork for last week's episode, Stephen put it on the regular show, Stephen put an X over the United Kingdom because I wasn't there. No, 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 no. No, no, no. On the regular show, I moved. Oh, there was an X, and then I moved the rings to bypass you. On the members' artwork, Stephen put the, an X over Nordic countries, not the United Kingdom. I missed. Just he by missed a little bit. significantly. So what, what does that say about the American school system? Hey, exactly. you were the one who said Mike sounds like a Scottish guy. Hey, look, I mean... That is way closer than what you did. Seriously? You want to go there? <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> you, you committed a much worse crime. <laughs> You're all near or in Europe. You all have universal health care. 
First, the original artwork didn't include Greenland, and now the Stevens tried to remove all of the Nordic countries from <laughs> the members' show. The Greenland thing wasn't my fault. And to be fair, none of us caught it for quite a while. What do you mean, none of us? I had nothing to do with this. We all lived with that show art for a really long time. Oh, Greenland? Oh, yeah, the Greenland problem? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's, yeah, that's, that's on like all of us. Thing. Right, yeah, we're all, all accidentally yeah. Greenland deniers. Yes. The Nordic country was just an error in <laughs> no, my we're not. Photoshop. Don't say yes. We're not Greenland deniers. <laughs> well, we were. We're not anymore. We're reformed. Oh, we used to we be. we fixed okay. it. We fixed it. Wait, do, pe- do, pe- do people live in Greenland? Greenland is the icy one. Iceland is the greeny one. Yes, Greenland is covered in ice, and Iceland is very nice. That's from a movie, I think, but I don't know which one. I don't know what that is. It sounds like a Dr. Seuss thing. That, that could be true. It's nice to know that I'm lacking in so much depth that it's so incredibly easy for me to be impersonated by everyone. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> you, you said, oh, I couldn't impersonate you because of the, your depth, you said to Stephen. But like me, it's like, oh, it's so easy. Everyone could just impersonate me. I noticed that nobody gave it a go, though, did they? We talked about this on the pro show, but I'm not on Instagram anymore. And mm-hmm. that means that my life is more mysterious. Yes, it's got, and I said this, he's got that mystery about about him that, that you're not a... M- I'm old, and I'm a dad, and my hair is graying at a rapid rate. Is it? But yeah, it's it's a real shocking situation. You don't notice it because of the blonde. Yeah, if it my hair was darker, you'd be like, what has happened to that guy? Huh. Uh, but at the same time, you know, a bunch of tattoos, I have a cool job, I drive a pickup truck, I'm a man of mystery. Yeah, and Mike is more of an open book. Yeah, that's, that's all we're saying. A very thin paperback book. Very shallow, very empty book. It's basically just a picture book, but it's fine. Well, I am done <laughs> with my uh, follow-up. Thank you for coming back. We did miss you. But later on in the show, we're going to be doing some connected QA, and I'm picking them. Oh, oh God. Uh, we did miss you. <laughs> we are very uh-huh. glad that you had a good... Did you, can't you go to? Can't you go to, Cali- to California again? Can you go? You want me to go? Yeah. Federico, I'm trying to patch this up and you're just pouring gasoline <laughs> on fire. <laughs> We're glad you had a good vacation. We're glad you're back. I had a great vacation. Good. Thank you. Uh, should we do some regular follow-up now? If you want to. iOS 15.2 and Monterey 12.1. I don't know why those numbers are so different. Uh, they're both out. And good news! The... Saddest bit of Mac UI is a little bit better. So that pop-up that was in shortcuts to pick from a menu it's that still, looked like... It's just sad <laughs> in a new way. It's still bad, it's still, but it's... Look, my title was a little less sad. Fair enough. Yes, it's a little less sad. I mean... A little less sad. Um, for I so, noticed you used CleanShot to take this image. Hmm. Did I? Yep. You don't know that. I do know that. It still it's cuts obvious. off at like it still cuts off after six items in a list. Um, yeah, I, I, and which I think I don't there's ha- something about the scroll that's really kind of janky. And still, the too, scroll but. is weird, and you cannot you cannot like usually you can type the first letter of an item in a list, um, and it doesn't work. Uh, there's no search <laughs> bar in the list, so it's you cannot click into a search box to search. I'm pretty sure someone that... should introduce the shortcuts team to AppKit. I think they would really enjoy working at it. It's too late. That, that ship has sailed. Oh, Catalyst. 
Um, or catalyst, yes. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a little less sad. Getting it's getting better. Okay, so it's getting better. At least uh, my shortcuts don't crash anymore, mm-hmm. and um, stuff like Music Bot. You know, these complex shortcuts that I have, they open. They're slow and they're kind of janky in the editor, but they work. So that's you know better than two months ago at least. The other, I think, big news uh, is that we still don't have universal control. I don't know what happened to it. <laughs> uh, it's, that's never going to ship, right? I mean... Oh, it's one of those. It's a, it's the air power of software it, features. It's one of those things that starts sn- snowballing, right? Like delay after delay after this. It's like, okay, yeah, this thing is never going to come up. What was the files thing? Um, pinned downloaded files <laughs> yeah is that still not there right it's it ne- it never came out about it man. never it's came that back things gone forever. it disappeared and i can tell you it disappeared in ios 13 beta 4 beta 5 so that was two years ago steven i have a good article idea for you okay things that never made it <laughs> like facetime open source facetime oh yeah that's a fun one like stuff like that i feel Air like power no but software features like Software features. Software that that's just probably, never made not, uh, it. Carbon 64 bits, the big one. The big they, one. They didn't. They announced it and then just unannounced it. Like, uh-huh. uh, we're not doing that anymore. Uh-huh. That's a good idea. All right, I'm going to open my... No one take this idea from me. John, if you're listening, this is no, a pitch blah, for blah, you. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Assigned. <laughs> Do it right away. This is Software <laughs> features. One true assignment. That never shipped. You know what I would actually genuinely love? is like a race now between the two of them. Who can get the article out first and who can get it most complete? That would be amazing. I feel like I would get it more complete, but he would be out faster than me because he doesn't have to edit a two-hour show after this. Mm. You don't know that. Oh, yeah. I mean, Federico is a is a noted podcaster. So yeah, who knows? for App Stories. For App Stories. Mm-hmm. It's right there in his Twitter bio. <laughs> yeah, see? It's right there. Uh, there are new Apple TV screensavers featuring countries featuring that we don't... my aff- native Scotland. W- w- and and Iceland. Iceland, which has never been removed from a map on yep. the show. Yep. Scotland and Iceland now get their own Apple TV screensavers. Do y'all run the aerial screensaver on your Mac? No, but I feel like I should. I had tried it, and... Um, it's pretty nice. I don't run it all the time. I don't know why. I will say... No screensaver needs this many options. Like, when you load this thing up, it's like a whole application. But because it's in system preferences and that UI is really bad and limiting, it's just like, it's a mess. It, it Way too many things going on. My thing about that is, it just, it, I don't know, it just feels like it's a little janky. Well, yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you're downloading giant 4K files and replaying them. That don't belong to you. And it's, yeah, I don't know. But it looks nice. It's also not super crispy on the Pro Display. Mm. Well, because uh, it's got two more Ks than four. Maybe you should file a bug report. Maybe nobody else is doing it on a Pro Display. Federico, congratulations on Mac Stories Selects. People should go listen to App Stories this week. It was fantastic. You've Thank got you. a couple of posts up on the website. Um, for people who maybe haven't checked it out, like tell us about Mac Stories Selects. Uh, well, I guess I can. I can 
<laughs> can I talk you about can the winners? Spoil it. Okay, it's on I the can, open I internet. I mean, it's, it's been out for two days now. So yeah, uh, this is the uh, what was it? Fourth annual edition, third one with the physical awards. Uh, they have a new design this year, uh, done by Sylvia, of course. Really, I really like the new design. Um, we've done the usual eight categories plus a new one. Uh, so starting this year, we have established the new Lifetime Achievement Award, uh, Maxory Selects, and uh, the first recipient of it is uh, our, friends, uh, our friend James Thompson with Peacock. Yes, who lives in a Nordic country, I believe. I be- and has a totally different accent with an English from Mike. accent. But it's totally different from Mike. So that's uh, the new category this year. And um, I mean, go check out, you know, we have a whole list of winners and, and uh, the, the runners up. But a few highlights, at least for me, uh, the, the ones that I pushed for. Um, I really wanted to give best app update to TweetBot 6. We talked about this recently, sort of my, my switching back to TweetBot and sort of appreciating TapBot's um, sort of coming back and breathing new life into TweetBot because of two things, the new Twitter API and the switch to a subscription model. Uh, so I really pushed for that. Uh, we basically had a bunch of, uh, it's, it's too, uh, too kind of fancy to call them meetings, but it's, it was basically John and I getting together in Rome and mm. then having multiple calls in the following weeks with me, John, and Alex sort of going through the, the long list of potential picks that we had for each category. And so I really had to push for this what one. What was the most contentious award? Tweetbot 6, um, both John and Alex were kind of unsure about and they were initially both leaning towards sofa three um Mm. and uh best design it was sort of also kind of contentious because we um we wanted to i i was pushing for mela uh i believe alex or john were pushing for carrot weather uh but there was also craft and so there was a whole discussion of like Silvia Rizzi, the developer of Reader and Mela, also won last year with Best Design for Reader 5. And so that one we needed to figure out. The easiest one was the app of the year because we basically, like John and I, when we were in person, we said... It's gonna be Obsidian, right? And it's like, yeah, it's gotta be Obsidian. And then when we talked to Alex on on uh, on Discord with, with our weekly call, it was like, yeah, it, it needs to be it needs to be Obsidian. And we were all in agreement there. Uh, but yeah, best app update and design they took some work, and um, we also needed to do a ton of tests and more research for the watch category because we don't cover watchOS apps a lot on Mac stories and so Alex did most of that work but yeah there was a mm. app update and design they required a longer conversation than usual this year very cool yeah thank you um, really happy with this I don't disagree with it but it is just a funny thing that it's, that, uh, it's an electron app right your best app of the year like, yes because this yeah. it goes back to conversations we've had on this show about how like ultimately it doesn't matter you know what, what an app is made in as long as that app is good like similarly, that like the craft is it craft and best design, uh, runner up, yes, yeah, and that's and a, the, the uh, reader choice catalyst, and app. it's yes, it's a catalyst right? app, and yes, yes, so we got best design, it's a catalyst app, uh, app of the year, it's an electron app, um, craft also got craft is runner up in two categories, I believe, uh, app of the year, runner up, best design, runner up, but it's the winner of the reader's choice award, and this one it was very close, so we had a different process this year to um, account for all kinds of Club Max Stories members. We had an initial submission that was open to 
every type of member. Um, you could fill out in a Google form like the name of the app that was your favorite in 2021. Mm -hmm. And then we picked the most, uh, the, like the top five, and we had a poll just for Club Max Stories Plus and Premier members in the Discord. And uh, it was very close. I believe the difference between Craft and the second place uh, was like, John can maybe confirm this, was like 40, 50 votes or something. Right. Uh, it, was, it was very close. And I believe it was between Craft and Apollo, I want to say. So this is like a behind the scenes that, that were not posted anywhere. People love Apollo with like an almost... Like a family member kind of love. I love Apollo, man. Apollo is incredible. Like, I noticed this with the upgradees. Like, the amount of votes every year that we get for Apollo for best iOS app is always a surprise to me. Like, it, it, people just won't let it go. Like, I don't yeah. use it. I use Narwhal. I just, like, it, Apollo's too complicated for my Reddit use. Like, mm. I'm not... I feel mm. like Apollo really works for people that like to spend a bunch of time on Reddit, but... I don't, and so it doesn't really work as well for me. I, I have just very little I want, and so Narwhal is great for me. But yeah, it's just always a surprise to me. But like, I know how um, update, like how well updated the app is and stuff. Like, I, I understand why people like it. It's just always a surprise. I feel like more than a lot of apps, people were just like really into it. Yeah, and people love Christian, the developer of Apollo. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a nice guy. Nice guy. So uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's built like. Um, uh, Christian has been very, very clever in in tying the customization, like th that story with the custom icons and the way that he has like designers working on custom icons, but also community submissions. I think that's very smart and how he was able to integrate that with the Apollo Ultra uh, subscription. I think it's very well done. It's a, it's a sort of a business model that didn't exist a few years ago and now it does and he's taken advantage of it in a very clever way. This episode of Connected is brought to you by Mac Weldon. In case you haven't noticed, the holiday season is here. That comes with a bunch of yearly questions like, what do I wear to parties? Or the suspiciously long and wordy question, but apparently common, how do I maximize my time-savoring holiday moments and minimize my time shopping for gifts? Wait, you don't ask yourself that? Exactly in that phrase. Yeah, all the time. Well, do not fear dear children, because Mac Weldon has all of the answers. Whether it's an office party, hanging out with families and friends, or my personal favorite holiday party, me, my couch, and a game on TV, Mac Weldon has all the essentials to keep you stylish and comfortable throughout the season. They have an innovative daily wear system. It takes the hard work out of outfit planning, with pieces designed to work together for any occasion, saving you time and sparing you extra holiday stress. We're talking top-notch tops, bottoms, underwear, and accessories that will please everyone on your list. With Mack Weldon, your holiday heavy lifting will be complete within minutes. The favorite thing of mine and my dresser are my Mack Weldon Ace sweatpants. And it's finally, well not today, but finally almost time in Memphis to be able to wear them. And they are fantastic. But what I love about Mack Weldon is that it really does all work together. Their Ace Collection pairs super soft, high-performance fabric with unmatched style. Ready to be the pieces you live in, whether you're at home or running errands around town. And their Warm-Knit Collection features shirts, vests, pajama pants, and more that use innovative technology that uses your own body heat to keep you at the perfect temperature. 
With limited edition color drops and a bevy of new releases, their holiday gift sets are the perfect present for so many people on your list. So go to MacWeldon.com slash connected for 20% off your first order using the promo code connected. For 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com slash connected and enter the promo code connected. MacWeldon, get it right this holiday season. Our thanks to MacWeldon for their support of the show and Relay FM. When I was in LA, I walked past the MacWeldon store and I went in and bought underwear. I felt like I had to, and when I was in there, did you did you tell him did you tell him you were from the podcast? <laughs> I didn't. I did. I thought about it, but I got too shy and didn't say it. Uh, but when I was in there, the person was trying to tell me about how popular the Ace sweatpants were, and I said, "I know." Mm. I left it. I'm an in, I'm a uh, sweatpants influencer. Uh huh. Speaking of influencing, yes, you have, dear listener, just a couple of days left to go to giverelay.com. It ends on December 17th. If you or someone in your life is looking to join Relay FM as a member, giverelay.com is where you want to go. Until December 17th, there are 22% off all annual plans for new members. Go check it out. Thank you so much to everyone who has joined. This has been just, we're, we're so thrilled to how this has gone. Uh, giverelay.com. We'll find out. So you posted a video, uh, a tour of the pod cabin, uh, which I did not get my credit for. Mm. Um, so you'll be hearing from my lawyer. He's also my lawyer. <laughs> but you'll be hearing from him. He's also your co-host. So good luck with that. I have a bunch of questions for you. So this is a video where you're showing off the uh, wonderful new studio and studio edition that you've put into your back garden. Question number one. Yes. In the thumbnail, are you hugging the building? 100%. Okay. Do you, have you ever done that before? No, but I thought it would be funny. And we took a bunch of pictures and it all looked really stupid with like my pointing at it and stuff. And it's like, well, I'll just, I'll just go hug it. You got to do it. I like the title too. It's very YouTube-y. My Thank new you. podcast studio full tour. That's right. point. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to play the game, you know? All right. So one, the space looks really good. Thank you. And also thank you for not saying this is where the magic happens. <laughs> Were you afraid I was going to say it? Yes. Is it one of those expressions that you dislike? Uh, no, it's just like a thing from Cribs. Do you remember Cribs on MTV? Eh, I never really watched it. But I am so they would always it. say when they go to the bedroom, this is where the magic happens. And ah, that okay, just, I, I was, I don't know why, but I just was like convinced Stephen would say it. And I was just pleased that he didn't. There is, uh, there's no bedroom out here. So uh, I noticed that podcabin version of Stephen is not is uh, too good to hold his own camera. Yeah, who shot this video? Uh, my brother did. Too good to hold his own camera now. Now he's got the bigger space. Well, I didn't. Well, I <laughs> I really debated how to shoot it. Uh-huh. I was like, if the camera's on a tripod and it moves around, I can't like move really freely. And I didn't want to do it with like holding the camera out like true vlog style either. And so this felt like Mark can shoot me, he can pan to whatever I'm talking about, we can have B-roll. And I'm happy with how all that came out. Your keyboard is the Keychron Q1, not the Keychron K1, different thing. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, keyboard god among us. Hang on. I am sorry. You did a video showing off your studio and your equipment. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like it is your responsibility to correctly name your equipment. I only noticed it once it was live mm-hmm. it is the q1 there's a link in the description everybody reads everything in the description it's right below the like button mm-hmm. which everybody also should use so smash it 
Smash it! Smash the like button. Federico, have you ever smashed the like button for anyone? I I like to caress the like button mm-hmm. um, softly, <laughs> gently. Sometimes I tap it if I'm on iOS or iPadOS. Otherwise, I click it. I would like to make a, a recommendation to people in case they don't know. Your liked videos will get saved to a playlist, yeah. which is by default a public playlist. Not great. <laughs> you know, just so you know, in case you didn't know, <laughs> maybe. So Thank let's you look. for uh, telling me about this. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, Excuse how quickly me, can well, I get yeah. to so How, how, how what would one get to such a playlist? <laughs> Come on, where is it? What's his account? What is it called? He probably oh, no, it's, it's not pri- public, It's right? private. It's private already. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Hey, there's nothing embarrassing in here. I can, I can give you... Oh, this is an excellent SNL skit, Hotel Ad. Have you ever guys watched this video? I don't know. Um, my last comment is, it is intriguing to me that you have made multiple art pieces from computer components. Yeah, well, you know, I'm a, I'm a real refined human being. It's just intriguing to me. Some, somebody in the comments is like, Stephen, this Mac Mini is important to me. Stephen, I'll take all of its guts out. That was a disturbing amount of Mac Minis you had on that shelf. It's a lot. It's one of everybody's style. Okay. I like how you say that. Like, I should then go, yes, of course. And the ones that are the same, like I have a G4 and an Intel that follow the same body, and then all th- one, two, three, f- three versions of the Intel body can i ask you a question mm-hmm. do you think that your collection of computers is an important collection like to the world i'm just i, I you can answer that however you want to answer what kind of question is that i don't like that <laughs> <laughs> question is pretty, pretty insulting do you, do you think you matter in the grand scheme of things <laughs> the reason i asked that question is because you feel the requirement to have every Mac Mini ever, and I don't know if that's necessary. Now, what I would say in your defense, I have a defense for you already, is that you once created a collection so important it got donated to a museum. So therefore, the answer is that part of the collection was important to human history. But now I've got to wonder, are the Mac Minis? I would say no. Well, maybe not everything is going to end up in, uh, in a museum like mm-hmm. my iMacs did. Um, that vlog, by the way, is my all-time personal favorite video on my channel. What one is that? Oh, when you went to the Harry the Ford my museum? computers in a museum. Yeah, the travel vlog I did. Cause you're a good vlogger. Thank you. This episode of Connected is made possible by Hover, one of Relay FM's longest-running sponsors. When you have that one big idea, or you want to buy a domain name to own a friend, where do you go? Well, your business starts with that domain name. And for so many entrepreneurs, Hover is that big leap. They have over 300 domain name extensions to choose from. So no matter what you want to build, there's a domain name waiting for it. Hover has excellent technical support to answer any questions you may have, and they're dedicated to getting you online, not upselling you. Hover has free who is privacy so the bad guys don't get your information, clean UX and UI, monthly sales on popular top-level domains, and so much more. All my domains are at Hover, and it's just a great tool if you're 
working on a name for something or trying to to put together an identity, there are tools to search for domains and to see what's available, especially with those 300 domain name extensions. It's just the best way to do it. And, and Hover really is far ahead of anybody else in how clean and easy it is to use these tools. Buy your domain and start using it today. Go to hover.com slash connected and get 10% off all new purchases. That URL, hover.com slash connected. Make a name for yourself with Hover. Our thanks to Hover for their support of the show and Relay FM. So we have a topic which may seem strange given this is the middle of December, but Federico came busting into our iMessage with it. He wanted us to talk about some useful things we've learned over the past year. And uh, so here we are. I don't know how we're going to do this, if we're going to round robin life lessons or something, but uh, some useful things we've learned in 2021. I think we should just do them all in a row each, rather than round robining in the moon. Them. <laughs> rounding, <laughs> rounding robining. <laughs> Round. I just thought it for context. I just thought it would be, um, you know, f- fun and useful to to take stock of the past twelve months, and you know, it's right right before Christmas, and be like, okay, mm-hmm. what have I learned here? Like, so right before we take a break, before we take some time off, what have we learned? Uh, what can be useful to uh, also the process of thinking about the things you've learned is useful in and of itself, I think. Like, uh, to sort of sit back and, and judge yourself from the outside and be like, okay, what have I learned this year? Like, that was useful for me. Like, even thinking about this segment. It was nice. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed thinking about it. I would like you to go first, Federico, because you are the originator of this entire thing. Okay, thank you. Um, so I, I picked uh, sort of three poten- potentially... Uh, th- these were useful to me. Three lessons. Um Something that was really helpful for me this year is always keep a list of all the things I'm working on. It, like even ideas that I that I just had spelled out in plain English. Like always, ke- and this may sound tr- trivial to a lot of people. Like, oh, of course, duh. There's why you use the notes app or something. But usually, as a like. <laughs> As a content creator, uh, but, <laughs> I would consider myself a creative person, right? I, I have a lot of ideas. And that's the thing. Sometimes I have a lot of ideas and I try to keep them all in my brain. Even ideas that there's, it's just like one idea. I'm not even sure if it's feasible. I'm not even sure if it's possible to do what I want to do, but it's just one idea. And, I, and I've become really, uh, I've been practicing this over the past uh, 10 months or so. Always keep a list of all the things on your mind, of all the things you want to write. Maybe sometimes an article starts from a sentence, like for me, like just one one concept that you just thought of. And I've become very, I think, pretty good at, at opening like a document and saving that. Like, okay, let me just type this out in plain English, the, the way that I just thought about it. And then later I can refine this idea. I can keep working on it. Uh, it's Again, you don't have to do this. Like this is not about a particular app or process. You can use notes. You can use Obsidian. You can use Craft. You can use email. You can iMessage yourself. I don't care. Just keep a list of the things that, that you have on your mind. Yeah. They don't need to be fully formed. I guess that's my takeaway this year. They don't need to be fully formed ideas. Just save it there spell it out in a way that is easy for you to remember a couple of weeks from now and that will be useful 
Yeah, I think that's fantastic advice. I mean, for me, I've carried a like a little pocket notebook around forever, and there there are times of life or whatever I'm better at that than others. But I think this is fan a fantastic lesson. And honestly, like, sometimes I think about like in seasons that I'm not good at that of like thinking back on them. It's like I wonder how many like ideas just like slip through my hand like yep. little grains of sand because I didn't capture them. Where do you yep. both capture said ideas? I bet Federico uses Microsoft Word. Yeah. Uh, so for me, it's either Clippy in Microsoft Word or most of the time it's Obsidian. Um, I have my most, really most of my, t- my time in Obsidian is spent in, in, a, in the same note. It's a single note that I call dashboard and that's where I save everything. I try the, the sort of the bare minimum organization that I have. It's like um, work ideas and pers- sort of personal or like hobby related ideas. So mm. I try to keep them separate that way, but it doesn't matter. As long as I can put it in the document, even at the bottom of the document, what matters is that it's there. And again, it's not a, for me, this is not about the process. It's not about the workflow. It's not about the tinkering. It's about make sure that you have some way mm-hmm. to open something on your phone, on your iPad, on your computer, on a web browser, whatever it is, make sure you have something that lets you type out a sentence, an idea. And then you can go from there. Uh, uh, for me, then, it's, it's, it's Obsidian, yes. And then, like, what do you do? with? Like, do you look at them? Like, do you look over them frequently? Yeah. Or, like, yes. do, do you, do you um, remove things? Like, I'm, I'm intrigued. Yeah. Um, so... That's you can think of it as an inbox. I think of it as like, like the center of a mind map, if you will, like this note that I have. Um, the, here we're getting more into the technicalities of the system, um, but the way that I like to do this personally is, if I think an idea has something to has got you know potential and I want to keep working on it, I make it a separate note in Obsidian. So right. what I do, like literally what I do, I select with the text cursor the, um, the, 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 the line of text, and I hit double square brackets, and that becomes a, uh, like a, a, a separate note. And I can open that. It means that I can open that in a, in a new window, and I can type more information, more you know, comments or, or thoughts about it. Like, for example, right now, I just had in my... Because, again, I think being practical about this helps. Um, I had a single line of text that says, early experiments with better touch tool and the new notch bar. Like, that was a line of text that I had in this note. Um, and as I kept working on this, I realized, yeah... I, I'm doing a bunch of things with this new feature of this application that I think maybe there's a story here in the future. So I made that a standalone um, item, a standalone file, um, but it's still linked in here. Now, okay. again, then it becomes about the workflow, about the, the system. The trickiest part for me, because I've never been disciplined enough to do this regularly, like when you have an idea, save it right away. Like sometimes when I'm driving, I have ideas. I ask, I ask Sylvia to do it for me. Like, hey, can you please grab my phone and type this before I forget? Like, I, I, and I try to be very, very precise with, with you have an idea, save it immediately. And then mm. you can worry about it later. Mm. Hmm. That's very nice. I don't think I have something like this. 
I think like I'd maybe try and systematize it too much, you know? Like, oh, it's going to go yeah. into Doist and it's going to have a due date and like a tax. Excellent know? point. Yes, that is a fantastic point. Um, uh, Ryan also in the Discord said, uh, Federico discovers getting things done. Kind of, <laughs> but it's to your point, Mike, method is, is it's what the, Ryan's referring yes, to. Yes, but yeah. I don't like the pressure of the structure. See, I just want to, like, g I could live by with, a, with like a single markdown file. Like, I don't want to think about, oh, does it need a project? Does it need a date? Does it need a tag? Does it need, you know, no, I just want to open a thing and type it out, you know? Last That's question. That's exactly, yeah. Do you remove okay. things from this list? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yes. When it's done? I, uh, when it's, yes. So, again, personally, how I like to do this. Um, ideas can become multiple things in my life, right? Um, th these notes, um, maybe it's a thing that I need to buy. When it's being purchased, I remove the link. Uh, maybe it's an article that I got to publish. When it's published, I move it into my archive folder. Um, sometimes these things that I save are like, look into this. Like... Um, some, for example, right now I have looking to uh, storing your music library in Dropbox on the Intel NUC. Like that's something that I want to do. <laughs> yeah, you see, I think I would put that into Todoist, and I don't want yeah. that. No, because necessarily into Todoist, right? Like I don't, I don't think that that's the best place for it. And I f feel I end up having these tasks that I just rearrange forever because you know I haven't. But here's the thing for me, like, I know that do, doing this is something that I'm thinking about. But when I'm going to do it, it means I'm going to have to sit down and do some research. And when I do this research, I'm going to take notes. Like, uh, you know, you come across tutorials, people that's already saying, hey, I've been doing this myself. Here's what I discovered. Like, I mm -hmm. save all that stuff. This becomes a note. I save all that stuff. I do that. And then... All this like potentially useful information, I created this folder called Brain Storage. And that's where I dump all kinds of things um, that, that can potentially be useful again in the future. Um, it goes into Brain Storage, which is like a, a cold storage, you know, where like, for example, months ago, I researched how to remove DRM from EPUBs. I needed to do a bunch of research. I took notes and then I was done. And I thought, oh, okay, I'm never going to have to do this again. And I dumped the file into brain storage. A few weeks ago, John asked me, hey, how do you remove DRM from EPUBs again? I was like, okay, hold on. I searched for DRM and it was there in my archive. So, yeah, saving ideas, saving things on your mind. Uh, try and practice it because it can be useful. What what did Evernote call that? Digital brain or outboard brain or something? Digital brain, some yeah. Second brain. That was that yeah. whole thing, wasn't it? Second thing is more simple and practical. Um, I learned the importance of having a full replica of my work setup in a, in a different place, and also to make sure to that it works to test it often. I ran into this this year when we renovated our beach house 
And we also recently have been sort of renovating our, our you know, Silvia's bedroom in Viterbo. And I've been, uh, I've learned the importance for me to know that if I need or want to w- get my work done from another location, to know that it's possible, but it's not just that, to also know that the setup is working. Like, and you can apply this lesson maybe to backups as well, like, it's not just about backing up and making sure that if disaster strikes, you have a copy of, of your important data, but test it, test the backup, make sure that it works. And in my case, it was, yeah, you can have a recording setup for, you know, doing podcasts at the beach, but have you actually tested it? Like, have you connected all the cables and tried to record there and tested the microphone and tested the USB thing and make sure that it worked? Um, so yeah, rebuilding, my, having a replica of my setup somewhere else and making sure often that, it's t- that it works, that the backup system works. That was useful. Mm-hmm. And lastly, this is something that I've always liked to do myself that I've done way more in 2021. Broadly speaking, I've been a lot more inspired in 2021 than, than in 2020. I think it's been a really good year for me, creatively speaking. Um, and one of the things that I that I feel contributed to that was, um, here's what I wrote in, in this segment. Try an app you never thought you'd use for a while and understand why other people like it. <laughs> Th- this maybe applies more specifically to my job, but I think it's it's something that you can apply to other aspects and and areas of your professional or personal life. Like when enough people are enjoy something, don't judge it. Try to understand why they like it. And that was useful for me specifically when it comes to apps. I also do it occasionally for video games and music. Like, hey, you know, if enough people like something, it's useful to understand why. Don't, don't judge them, you know. Uh, and this has been really helpful to discover great software, for example, that I, you know, maybe my first is- instinct would have been, no, I'm not that type of person. Like, oh, no, I'm not a fantastical person. Like, it turns out I am a fantastical person. Just one I've example. I've always thought so. I know. it's uh, It was a bit of a journey for me to get there again. No, that you were um, a fantastical person. Oh well, thank you. Oh, hey. Oh, appreciate it. This is the kind of stuff you miss. Try stuff if you can. Try stuff that is not for that you think is not for you, and try to understand why others like it. Mm. Maybe you'll come to the conclusion that you know, okay, yeah, I don't care about other people. This thing is not for me. Great, but at least you tried. Very Mm. nice. Very wise. I think I'm gonna try the dashboard note thing. I'm very intrigued about this too. But unfortunately, I'm going to have to set up a Todoist item <laughs> which says try out Federico's dashboard note thing because I'm otherwise I don't have a place to put it. The, the reason why I think this system works so well these days, it's 
the note-taking market, like we have so many great options now. And so no matter the system you want to use, you can do it in Apple Notes, you can do it in Craft. In Craft, like I used to have this dashboard in Craft. It's actually very nice because of the, you know, the clean design and you can have like linked um, pages, you know, sections. It's very nice. You can do it in Obsidian. You can do it, you know, I don't know, maybe, you know, some folks use tools like Agenda or Noteplan, for example. Uh, you can you still use Evernote. You can do it in Evernote. You use Notion. You can totally do it in Notion. Like it doesn't. The tool doesn't matter. It's the uh, try to remove as much friction as possible. F- that is between you and and the thing you want to save. And before anyone comments, tons of people do this in drafts. Like that's actually the reason drafts was created in the first place you know what where you know where you where the text starts um the setup doesn't really matter i think what's important is practice it and then you can use whatever tool you want to use what about you mike understanding some of the basics of what is inside technology and playing around with it and tinkering with it can help you feel less daunted by the complexity of said technology oh yeah Oh yeah, I know. Actually, you you're dealing with this now, aren't you, Federico? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I accidentally <laughs> I accidentally blew the fuse in a new desktop DAC that I'm testing, and uh, tomorrow I believe I will have to open it up and uh, put in a fuse replacement. Do you know how you did that? Uh, because I'm stupid and I did not read the manual. There was a, a, a hidden switch for European voltage. Oh, and I did not sucks. switch. It was set to US voltage and my very good uh, power cable blew the fuse. Well, so, luckily yeah. there's a fuse. Luckily there's a fuse. That's why you put <laughs> the fuse That's why in. they put it there. So that uh, the whole thing is not fried. But yes, my, to your point, Mike, understanding how things work inside that, that is an excellent lesson. Yes. If an app is slowing you down, leave it sooner rather than later because you're just going to leave it anyway. You mentioned this because this must be something that you've learned. OmniFocus. Uh, can you give us... Uh, okay. Interesting. I, I, I created a system of overwhelming complexity for literally zero reason other than just to try it and was well aware of the fact t- pretty soon that it was maybe more taps than was necessary and instead of doing anything about it, I just stuck with it for a long time until I eventually did something about it and went back to Todoist. You know, we have the, I think, as as uh, nerds, we have the propensity to do these kinds of things, but then you ultimately just create more issues for yourself later on. Okay, so th- this makes me think of a, of a theory that I've had for, for a while now. Here's my theory. I feel like in our community, we used to be more religious, if you will, about the app that you wanted to use years ago. Like it used to be a thing, oh no, I swear by Fantastical or I'm a Tweetbot guy. Mm-hmm. I feel like in recent years, because of all the attention that has been drawn to uh, concepts like data portability, it's become much more common and accepted to switch between different tools. And like in our community, it's a lot more normal and sort of expected to try different things. 
And maybe subscriptions are also part of that story because mm. now you don't need to purchase something once and pay $30. Now you can try it for a month and spend like $2. And so in a way, that's actually the great benefit of subscriptions, that you can try multiple things yeah. for a lower price. Yeah. That's my theory. Uh, make a packing list in an Apple note Check and uncheck things as you need them. Do not delete mm. things unless you are 100% going to remove them. I think you and I talked about this. This is something that I do, and it's mm -hmm. fantastic. I used to use Clear for this, but that is oh, a, yeah. that's a whole thing. Uh, so I just <laughs> have like a... Because you know, I, what I like about Apple Notes is you can have the thing where in the checklist it will move them up and down, you know? So if something's unchecked, it goes to the top of a list. And if it's checked... It goes to the bottom of the list. And I think that's really cool because I have them in categories. It does them in categories too. Like if you leave uh, some space between a selection of things, it will only move them within the list that it's in. Does that make sense? So if you mm -hmm. have like seven things and two lines and another seven things, it's not going to move it all the way to the very top. It just moves it to the top of that block. And so I just have a few categories of stuff and I just check and uncheck them when I need them. And it's very helpful for me and it means I'm less likely to forget things. Very nice. Some strength training can help you feel a lot better in your body. If you have frequent pains, it can help alleviate those pains. Mm. Hmm. You've been doing this, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and it's helped me a yeah, lot. Yeah, he's ripped. I'm not ripped. <laughs> Very not ripped. Especially not right now. Uh, but it's helped. It's helped me a lot. And uh, I didn't think that it would, but it did. And I should have done it a long time ago. That's great. And then the last one is making physical products is incredibly challenging and incredibly rewarding in very different ways to making digital things. I, I can imagine, especially now with the pandemic, making and shipping physical products must be very challenging. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But it's worth it if you can do it right. But it's, it's real hard. But it has a... All of it is different, really, to digital things. Like, the, the satisfaction is different, but the pressures are different, too. It's, like, way higher stakes, but also, I think, way higher reward, like, emotionally, when you yeah. make a thing, and then you have that thing, and then people buy that thing, and they like the thing. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. They are my lessons. Yeah. My, my first one is definitely related to your final one. Uh, the first time I've ever really done that, with physical goods was my Kickstarter mm -hmm. you know, that launched now six months ago. And that project has taken up so much more time and energy than I ever thought possible. Like it's, it, it just, it never ends. And I'm very glad it was so successful, but if I do one again, it will not be in the same vein as this one in terms of how I put it together and how the fulfillment happens and all of those things. Well, that's learning, uh, right? I guess, um, you know, and it did give me an appreciation for people who do these sorts of things all the time or on a much bigger scale than us. Just, I mean, really the Kickstarter, like, just cratered the last half of my year um, in a way that at this point I'm not doing another one next year because I I can't go through it again. That is a great shame. Um, we'll see. I mean, if I can put the pieces together and have it, happen in a way that I don't have to pack 1,200 calendars and then replace a bunch of them when the post office loses them myself. We'll see. But um, 
I'm also just kind of undergoing this bigger thing right now of looking at my year next year and making some other schedule changes. So my second lesson is about standing desks, oh. not about physical goods. Mm-hmm. I guess standing desks are physical goods in but a way. you don't make them. No. I mean, I guess I could. Get like a lever or something. Oh, no. It kicks the to Steven's static desk. Yeah, I'll hand build you a standing desk. It will take eight years to finish it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I work standing up, not all the time, uh, but if I'm doing a lot of admin work, I enjoy it. And I actually enjoy recording standing up. It makes me feistier, I think. Mm. Yeah, I, I really like it. And I know a lot of people do, and I'm, I'm late to the party, but here I we are. never stand on my standing desks. Not on them. You should. It would really help you with them. your core strength or whatever. No, I just... Maybe. But would it? <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, okay. he said your core strength or whatever, so he must be really knowledgeable about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm... He's, I'm, he's really <laughs> done the, the, the yeah. work on the he's standing desk. He's done the, gym re- he's done the research, you know? <laughs> the water, you know, the whatever. Whatever. Can you imagine a workout routine made for people who podcast for a living? It would be standing up and some vocal warm-ups. Maybe like learning keyboard shortcuts for Google Docs. Okay, so I like standing at work. It's fantastic. People who have talked about it for a long time, all totally right. Do you use a mat? Yes, I do. So I have carpet tiles kind of in the area where my chair lives, but I do have a mat that I'll pull out to stand on. And I don't know if I would need it, except uh, I'm old and my bones hurt. The mats are genuinely a good thing. The ones that have the little raised bits in the middle too are really good. Yeah, I don't have that. Mine is just flat, but I've I, th- I feel like that could be an upgrade at some point in the future. Uh, so my my next two are like a little more touchy feely, but that's that's fine. Well, we'll decide um, if it's fine. Maybe it's not about apps. <laughs> it's deeper than that. So <laughs> the first, these are really two sides of a coin. Um, are you standing today? No, I'm sitting, actually. Interesting. I wouldn't know if I be if you were standing. I've had no caffeine, either. This is just... Just just raw no, Stephen. Just <laughs> Stephen unplugged. These are really two sides of a coin for me, and and so I kind of want to talk about them as that. But So the first side is it really is like okay to take time for yourself and exert effort on your own well-being. Uh, mm. Maybe it's just... I mean, it is who I am, like uh, the oldest child, a business owner, like independent. Like I feel a great obligation to make sure those around me are okay and are taken care of very often to my own detriment. But this year I've had to reverse a lot of that for a bunch of reasons that I'm not going to get into. And it's been a good reminder for me, like, yeah, it's okay to tell somebody, no, you can't do something or you have to end something because you need the space or the mental overhead or whatever it may be. It really is okay to do that. And don't let anyone tell you that it's not. I really hope this isn't the way that we find out that he's leaving the show. That would suck. Yeah, so... <laughs> what this with The second one, again, the other side of the coin, is that being introspective about your work, especially as someone who's like a self-employed creator, is important. And I've had to learn how to push the cringiness aside. Like, I, I think a lot of that sort of like I'm going to take a personal retreat and like write down my thoughts for the year. Like that's just not for me, but I have learned that there are things from that that are valuable, even if I think sort of the whole picture is really not a good fit for me. So I'm not going to like go up on the mountaintop and come down with, you know, the 10 commandments for the next year. But I do think that 
if you even if you're not self-employed but you have like a side project or something it is important at times to pull back from it and think about it in a way that you can't when you're in it day to day so like with the kickstarter thing that's exactly where i am with it right now like it's basically wrapped up and now i have probably like three months if i decide to start another one when i need to get started and I want to use this time to like really consider like the pros and cons of it. And it went fan- it was a huge success. And like that's really hard to argue with what it did to my business spreadsheet this year. But at the same time, I know the toll it took on me and like my family and time away from them to do it. And so I just got to balance all that out. So mm-hmm. being introspective about work and being being able to detach from it enough to view it from the outside, which I guess is the opposite of being introspective. Um, it's uh, all that's really important. So. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those are those are my lessons. Kickstarters are hard. Standing desk are cool. Take care of yourself. Think about your work. Is that a haiku? It should be. Can you maybe, do that? Maybe someone can work one up for us. All right, we're going to take our last break, and then Mike is going to make us do more Q&A. Q&A time. I don't like the sound of this. Like Mike is going to make us do. It sounds so menacing. Okay. I know. We had another topic that he removed so we could do this. I, I am concerned. Okay. Mike has questions. This episode of Connected is brought to you by StoryWorth. The holiday season is here. You are thinking about finding unique gifts for your loved ones. And that can be difficult, especially this year. So check out StoryWorth. It's an online service that helps you and your loved ones connect and preserve memories and stories for years to come. It's thoughtful and meaningful, and it helps to connect you to the important people in your life. Each week, StoryWorth emails your relative or friend a thought-provoking question of your choice from their vast options. Each unique prompt asks questions you've probably never thought of, but would be curious to know, like, what's the bravest thing you've ever had to do in your life? Or if you could see into the future, what would you want to know? After one year, StoryWorth compiles all your loved ones' stories, including any photos, into a keepsake book that you can share with others in your family and revisit for generations to come. And reading the weekly stories can help bridge that distance if you live a long way from your loved ones. Uh, I went through the StoryWorth process uh, a couple of years ago with a family member, and it really was eye-opening to, to hear about stories, things that, some things I knew about, but not in detail, but other things uh, I just had no, no idea about at all. And it was really fascinating to learn. And with StoryWorth, uh, it makes it really easy to do it. With StoryWorth, you'll know you're giving those you love a thoughtful, personal gift from the heart and helping to preserve their memories and stories for years to come. Go to storyworth.com slash connected and save $10 on your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash connected for $10 off your first purchase. Our thanks to StoryWorth for their support of the show and Relay FM. Matt has written a haiku. Kickstarter is hard, but standing desks are quite nice. Take care of yourself. Nice. That's very yeah. good. It's good, very right? Good. That's your next good. tattoo. Maybe. Get it on your ribs. Or across my hands, you know? Like, yeah, okay. Like written across it's the hands. It's got on your knuckles, standing desk. S T A N D I N G. It fits. No, it'd be like S T N D N D S K. 
K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R. Kickstar. All right, so questions time. I was very jealous of all the questions that everyone was asking. Plus, there were a lot of questions that for absolutely no reason were burning me down. So I would like to ask questions today. Uh, so I'm in the same document that you have been using. However, for some reason, somebody else in this document was marking questions too. And I don't know why they did that. So I've changed them to another color because I didn't mark them because I just thought I would get to mark them. So, so <laughs> whoever did that, I hate you. <laughs> no, the whole document's highlighted. Pick your questions now, son. Stephen, please stop. No, it's in Comic Sans. You're just making your own job harder because this is terrible podcast. No, this is all staying in. Stephen just th- highlighted every single question in the same color that I highlighted them and now changed the text of all of them to Comic Sans. This is what I'm handling here. All right, so... Uh, first question. I have a couple of questions that I think are good questions and some other questions that you think are bad questions. Is that what you're saying? That are not about like just being good questions, but about being weird questions. Uh, JD asks, what WWDC shocked you the most? Hmm. Ever? I thought about this a little bit beforehand because I picked it. Uh, what, what year was it where they did iPad OS? Yeah, I was about to say that. That was, um, two, three years ago? 20, 2019? 18, 18 or 19? 2018. It was introduced as iPad OS 13 in 2019. See, that's, that was my first pick. Yeah, those are the most shocking. I remember sitting in the audience and Casey, Casey of all people, uh, showing me a tweet from, I believe, Steve Moser of Mac Rumors found this information before the keynote started. And Casey was like, hey, they're renaming it iPad OS. I was like, no way. And uh, yes, they did. Yeah. And you had hoped that they would actually do something with it. That's a different conversation. <laughs> yes. Because we also got the Mac Pro. Yeah. But I don't right. know if that was shocking because like, we knew it was coming. But it was shocking to look at. It's true. And Swift UI. I was going to say Swift itself back in like 2014, 15 sometime. And I'm not a developer, but I could appreciate how big of a deal it was for my friends who that are developers. That was a really boring one, though. Yeah, I mean, to us, but you know. That was, that, that other people were was the same keynote as the iMessage App Store. Well, was it? Yes. <laughs> that was because we watched it at Twitter's office. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you guys still have those implants they put on us to get in? Yeah. It's probably fine. Yeah, it's fine. BG asked, who asked who to start recording together? Uh, I was asked. So if I remember correctly, see if I can get this right. Uh, I initially, like I had an interview with Mike on an old show like a thousand years ago. And then I think I asked you to start the 512 podcast with me. No, I think you asked me to start on Genius. That that was first. That was first. And then we did... The 512 podcast, which I think I asked you to do because I wanted a tech show. And then when it was going to become the prompt, you went and asked Federico. But I mean, no, like, it was the other way around. No, it's no, it wasn't. Come on. No, I, well, I also wanted to work with Federico because we'd started to get to know each other. And then me and you were talking about doing something different. And then it was like, well, what if these all these things can go together? And we made the prompt. And the great thing is, genuinely, the, the prompt episode one was the first thing we recorded together, which was an insane thing to do. 
but it was great. No, no, no. He was a guest on the the next to last five hill podcast. Yes, I think is that true? Right. I don't remember. I have yes. no, zero memory of this. Well, the first episode of the prompt was the first episode of the prompt, which is not a way that I suggest people do things, and it's not the way I do things now. I always do demos, make sure you get the chemistry right. But uh, it worked, yeah. But we, I asked, or we, I think I started the conversation with Federico to join the show, and then we moved on from there. Uh, what will happen first? Apple lowers their App Store cut to 15% universally <laughs> or the iPad gets weather and or calculator? <laughs> this, to me, was a question that was funny on first read and then I really had to think about it and I genuinely can't pick. I... Oh, it's easy. No, it's easy. The iPad will get those apps because Apple cares way too much about that 30%. That was about, I was about to say that. I think the iPad gets the apps first. Because Apple apparently is willing to drive their entire business model into the ground over was effectively just a 15% difference, mm-hmm. which is just doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, I guess this is a question for me and Federico. If you could mm. take one item from the pod cabin, what would it be? The cube. The the G4, G4 cube? Ooh, nice. I would take his monitor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I would take the monitor. I'm not thinking old. I think what is the thing that Steven has that I most want? And it's the Pro Display XDR. That's what I would take. So, Steven, if you ever get to your studio and it's not there, I did it. It's uh, noted. I will alert the uh, security team. This is a very good question from Matt. Uh, oh, that last one was from Ryan, by the way. Matt asks... You each must choose one of your co-hosts to send a tweet from your Twitter account, and you can't get mad. <laughs> Who would you choose? <laughs> I'm not saying we have to do the tweet. What kind of tweet? But that's the point. You're just handing your keys over to somebody. If we each could give one of the others to send a tweet from our account, which one would we choose? Okay, I would pick Steven because I feel like Steven would be so mean and he, his sarcastic tweet would cut so deeply into my ego that people would be able to tell right away that it was not sent from me. And therefore, you know, there would yeah, be Yeah, but what no if it confusion. were something subtle like... No, you're not subtle. You're, you're, you're mean, man. When you want to make mean. fun of... Yes, you are. When you want to make <laughs> yes, fun of someone, you are. You are. <laughs> I'm not, yes, you are. You know exactly how to point out people's flaws and weaknesses. That's part of the mystery about you also. You're the one who told John you were going to kidnap his entire family. See, but at least I'm upfront about it. I could not believe that. I I really knew what it was like to be a listener of this show when Federico said that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I would give, uh, I'd give, I'd give Mike. I'd let Mike tweet. Why? Because I don't think you, I don't think you would, you would do anything all that bad. And Federico is a little sneaky. This is very interesting because I would choose Federico because I think you would. <laughs> I think of the two of you, Stephen would do the worst thing. Wow. No, man. Look, I don't think you're fully aware of how much evil potential there is in you. No, I no. See, here's the thing. I think people don't realize this about Stephen. I don't like this this line of conversation. Like to the world, you're all buttoned up. You're a nice guy, but we see the true, the true side a, of you. It's got a baseball bat in the pot cabin, 
And and you know and you know how he's got how he's got the screenshots from our old chats from This is the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Uh, he's got the blackmail on us. Yeah, but it's all funny stuff. Yeah, but you have the receipts. You think it's funny. I don't think it's funny. I'm, I'm <laughs> Stephen I'm has concerned. screenshots of things that we said to each other, like going on ten years. I uh, look. This is all very concerning, actually. Like I'm very, I'm very. Well, no, Federico. Here's the thing. You know this, right? Stephen keeps all this stuff. So if yeah, I does. don't have things, he has them all. He does because he's not going to get rid of those screenshots. And it's, and it's got Devon Think doing all the processing for him. <laughs> you know, with the OCR in those images, so he can find them real quick. So he can find them. <laughs> there are some funny screenshots in this folder. Uh, they're fu- they're funny to you. They're concerning to everybody else. And he says, "Yeah, yeah, it's funny. It's funny." It's funny and we go along with him. Yeah, yeah, man, it's funny. It's, it's funny. funny. We're funny. all actually very scared. But yes. inside, you're dying. Yes, is what we are saying. Yes. I don't like how this is going. Look, I have one from Federico from my birthday uh, seven years ago. It says, happy birthday, buddy. And it's a picture of Gil Emilio waving. See, that's nice. (laughs) Yeah, that's nice. But you don't just have nice things. And this is why we say, (laughs) well, this is why I say, I wouldn't trust you. (laughs) Can we agree on something real quick? Can we never do Q&A again? (laughs) I think I could have told you this two weeks ago. But now I'm here doing it, right? Why? What, who asked this question? Uh, Matt. One Matt, of the mods why? in Discord. Why? <laughs> uh, that doesn't mean he can't be banned. Uh, my The last one I picked was, Mike, now that John has replaced you on at least one episode of the show, are you more worried about your position as a co-host of this program? The answer is yes, because he is. Re- John has replaced me a couple of times. I think when I went on my honeymoon, John replaced me as well. Yeah. So this whole thing about like, I I agreed that James would take over my place in the Triple J succession plan, but it seems like John's trying to get in on both me and Federico, and that is a concern. Yeah, I think uh, John wants to be on the show more than the other two do. I thought you I thought you were going to say more than you two do. That's the thing. I feel <laughs> like I feel like Jason is very sneaky about it though. Did you get from upgrade like how Jason's like, "Hey, I got jealous for the connected trophy and so I wanted to do something with upgrade." I can tell you, if we don't pay attention to this Zoom call, those two are going to take over and John and John and Jason especially are going to be so eager to do their own version of Connected that they're going to steal the show right from under us. And then when you think about it, then James started putting coded messages in his applications. About, yeah. And he's like talking to our loved ones. This is a genuine concern. This is bad for us, I think. No, I honestly, I am ending this episode with profound a profound sense of concern and, and worry inside Impending me. dread. <laughs> yes, I feel, I feel like, I don't know, like, you know, yeah, dread is a good word. Like, yeah, something isn't right. You know, something is not right and I can feel it. And I, I am never going to do Q&A again. It's, it's, no. Uh, I have one closing question for the Q&A. Have you ever returned Federico's heart rate monitor? No, I have not returned it. Why do you think it started working out with the strength training? Because it, it's using that. <laughs> it took me like <laughs> six years. But finally, my plan uh, is he in process. A, he, he needed to deep clean it, you know? And it was playing, you know, it's a long con. He spent like four years saying, no, 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 I didn't steal it. And now suddenly it's working out. Yeah, okay. Everyone buys that story. Suddenly, after so many years, sudden, very sudden. 
So I feel like mm-hmm. it's obvious that I won the Q and A, right? Mm. What? I mean, nobody said anything mean about me, so I think I, I think I won the Q and A. Did you listen to last week when John said he lied about saying that your hair was the best? No, I think I won the Q and A. But did you hear that part though, where John said he lied about your hair being the best? I didn't hear it. Therefore, it never existed. Ah, so. <laughs> interesting. Wow, wow. <laughs> I think we need to have a conversation about that worldview, but. <laughs> <laughs> there was a question that I did genuinely I was going to ask it but I couldn't think of it which was because I and I was genuinely trying to think of it but I think we've been pretty good which was Steve asked has there ever been a jape that went just too far <laughs> the Q&A <laughs> there, no the, I think there has been but I can't remember what it was it's probably sitting in Steven's folder as blackmail that's material. actually a very good <laughs> point on, Yeah, if anyone <laughs> knows it's Steven does if you want to find links to the stuff we spoke about when we still had a podcast together, go to relay.fm slash connected slash three seven six. While you're there, you can send us an email with feedback or follow up, or you can do that on Twitter. You can find us online. We're all around. Federico is at Vitici on Twitter, V-I-T-I-C-C-I, and he is the editor-in-chief of MacStories.net. And seriously, if you have not gone and Look at the Mac Stories Select stuff. Uh, go do it. It's one of my favorite things every year. Thank you. You can find Mike on Twitter as I-M-Y-K-E. Mike hosts a bunch of shows here on Relay FM. Uh, Mike, anything? I know you just got back from vacation, but is there anything you want to point people to? Uh, the Yelly Themes episode of Cortex will be dropping uh, within the next few days. What's your theme? You just want to spoil it for us now? The Year of Betrayal. <laughs> Wow. Whoa. Dark. Okay. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter as ISMH, and I write over at 512pixels.net. If you want to join Connected, you have a couple of days left to do an annual membership at 22% off. You can go to giverelay.com to do that. Connected Pro members get longer, ad free versions of the show each and every week. Uh, this week, we talked about Instagram returning to a chronological feed. Pretty uh, pretty interesting change from them. That was like three minutes of a 20-minute discussion. <laughs> there was a lot more. <laughs> and then we talked about vaccinations and um, social media angst. Yeah. I'd like to thank our sponsors, Mac Weldon, Hover, and StoryWorth for making this episode possible. And until next time, guys, say goodbye. Arrivederci. Cheerio. Bye, y'all.